Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. Fist, we need to talk about something important at the top of the show. I agree. Oh, okay, so we're on the same page. That's good. Uh, yeah, I'm actually relieved. I thought we'd end up arguing about this, honestly. Oh, so did I. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's funny. Uh, Yeah, I mean, so you'll you'll definitely stop teabagging my dead body and wowing Overwatch now? Wait, what? I never agreed to that. We just did. Wait, that's what we were talking about, isn't it? Uh, no. I thought we were agreeing that you'd wear deodorant this year at BlizzCon. Fist! You know I believe in the power of man smell? Women don't like it. I don't know why you insist on stinking. I know women don't like it. That's why I do it. Because dudes love it. What? Wait, what? What did you just say? Nothing. Huh? What? Wait a minute. I, I, I... What about dudes? I was just going to get into what I've been up to this week. Okay, maybe I don't want to know at this point. Uh... What have you been up to in Blizzard Gaming this week? How oh, about you only want to know what I've been up to in Blizzard Gaming? That's all I particular. really care about, honestly. Fair. So I got my uh, hidden artifact appearance from my class hall instance on my Demon Hunter. Grats. And wow, thank you. Yes, there's a like a once weekly thing that you can go into to kill a big boss uh-huh. if you spec into that in your class hall, and that's where it dropped from, which is pretty cool. Nice. Uh, I think I'm pretty like far late to that. I'm sure it's dropped for other people well before this, but oh, definitely. Yeah, I just hadn't hadn't been doing those um, because, if I'm being honest, I kind of forgot about them. <laughs> so <laughs> I've only done them like a handful of times. And Way it's pretty to go! Fun and super easy Pleb. at this point. So thank you. I think in <laughs> uh, Overwatch, um, I am stoked about the new Mercy stuff and all the new changes and updates. So we'll get to that. Um, but I'm still, still, still loving playing May. Like I. Out of devil, still the you know, devil. I'm not surprised that you gravitated towards May in the end. Why? Because she's a son of a bitch, and so are you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I think <laughs> that's a, that's a compliment. Thank you, number two. I think number Second, two. I think. Uh, I'm, I've also been branching out into Zarya, who's way fun. Um, and if you recall, like about a billion years ago, before Overwatch came out, she's actually the one I was the most excited about. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, I I was excited about like how cool she looked and like how she looked like she could beat the living shit out of me, <laughs> um, and that giant gun. And, Do you think that I could beat the living shit out of you? Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty clear. Cool, I'm gonna. What? Wait a minute. Why like why are you so excited about that? That's uh, I don't know. It just it sounds like a fun time. No, it doesn't. Sure it does. No, absolutely not. Oh, come on. Because I couldn't hit back, and you'd just, like, destroy me. Yep. And you wouldn't hold back at all. You just... No. You would just wail on me. Yep. See? It sounds great. No, that does not sound great. I will fight you. That is an absolute matter of perspective. Maybe I'll do it at BlizzCon while everybody's watching. No. <laughs> we'll prove once and for all who is the most powerful. This has been a competition? Yeah. What, since when? I didn't know about this. Since the entire... Are we another intro? ...time we've been doing this. <laughs> It's, oh, it's just a power struggle, you I know? I didn't realize it was... I should have seen that coming. I mean, no wonder you've been losing. Oh. You gotta try harder, man. But I'm definitely gonna... I'm definitely gonna hurt you. Like, I... It's like I'm I'm bringing the pain and suffering. Well, that's kind of exciting. In front of all of our friends. 
I'm strangely turned on right now. Ew. Okay, never mind. <laughs> that was easy. All right. Also in Heroes, uh, I busted some matches with uh, my boy Archives, uh, and it was like immediately just like old times. We were just wrecking kids like crazy and... Uh, Falling in love all over again? You know, it was just like uh, that one time in band camp. <laughs> um, but it's... Uh, Heroes of the Storm is a great game and um, honestly totally different and it's a totally different level of awesome with reliable teammates especially those whose play styles you're accustomed to um and uh, you know i just have so much rhaegar love like i am a support <gasps> main in that one in particular and uh rhaegar has always been my favorite of the supports and i i guess he's stronger right now i didn't i i, I didn't realize that um but hot damn, I was just wrecking kids like crazy, and so many people left those matches tilted as hell. Good. That they got chased down and killed by a support over and over because, man, it was it was brutal, and it was just delicious. I mean, I'm really glad that you're back on your old main, because you used to have a lot of fun playing him, right? Oh, hell yeah, and it wasn't even just him. Like, I was... I, like it had been a while since I'd been in Heroes, and I'm I'm glad. Like shout out to Archives for calling me out on that. That it, it's been a while since I've been in there. I've been like totally on Overwatch and a bunch of other things, and just like not finding the time. So so making the time really. So um, I got in and just was like getting warmed up on all these um, all these old favorites, and like on Malfurion, just landing these just ridiculous uh, roots. And just at, at one point, I landed something like a four man Twilight Dream, and just oh wrecked fucking kids <laughs> left and right and it was beautiful and oh so, so you, good so Rhaegar love huh Rhaegar love exactly <laughs> we got this thing that's called the Rhaegar love that's just a parody song that rates itself yeah it does I love that song though yeah it's a good song golden earring what about did they even ever have another song who knows that's the name of the band yeah I did not know that see nobody knows that I love that song no, if you put a gun to my head and said, your life depends on you naming the band that, that sings the song. I would I never love, do that to I you. I would die. All right, if you put a knuckle to my forehead like you're apparently planning to do at BlizzCon, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to punch you in front of everybody, then I'd get punched in front of everybody. Yep. Uh, so what about you, Thist? What have you been up to this week? Um, I spent the entire weekend... Okay, this was my weekend. So um, on Friday, the Mythic Dungeon Invitational started at midnight. Um, <laughs> so... I stayed up midnight Eastern, yeah, till midnight. You know, doing my thing and uh, as you do, watching the MDI, which took uh, about seven hours to complete. So it was like seven ish in the morning. So wait, is this the first competitive um, game that you've watched a full tournament of? Yes, the full whole thing. Nice. Then I went to sleep. Then I woke up at 11 a.m. to start watching the HTC. And I watched a fair bit of it um, until I fell asleep for a while. And then when I woke up, it was still going. Listen, I, I love Hearthstone, but stro- like forcing yourself to wake up on too little sleep to try and watch Hearthstone, not so sure that was a great idea. Listen, I'm committed, okay? No, I appreciate that. That's that's a lot of love yeah. right there. And then I watched the it's rest like of it. like Rhaegar love. Exactly. And then I went back to sleep, and I woke up, and I played some WoW and some Overwatch, and then at midnight, uh, the MDI started back up, so I watched that until 7 in the morning again, and then I went to sleep, and then I woke up and I watched the rest of the HTC. You know, it's just... You had an esports-fueled weekend. I did, and I was effing exhausted, but it was worth. And then, 
this week, I started playing Orisa because I realized... Orisa. I realized that I am an excellent, excellent diva. Yep. Just so great. I mean, not like top level great, but I'm pretty maybe, great. Maybe. Maybe you are. I mean, Have no. you tested that? Maybe you are. I don't think that I am, but I'm really good. But... As a tank, she's not always viable, you know? Like, it's it's not always diva that you need. She doesn't have that protection. She doesn't have that, you know, walk the payload down the street kind of thing, you know? She needs a shield, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'd hop on Reinhardt every now and again because, you know, I'm, I'm always interested in, in helping to round out the team on quick play. Like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Sure. Um, but I'm a mediocre Reinhardt at best. I will put my shield up, and I will protect the payload, and I'll protect the point, and I'll do my best, but I'm not an aggressive Reinhardt. I don't have a lot of confidence in my offensive Reinhardt skills, okay. as it okay. were. But, um, you know, I'll hop on him. But, like, I'm looking at the tanks, and I'm realizing that I'm shitty at all of them except Diva, <laughs> and I need to fix that. Okay. So... Uh, so I, I tried Orisa in Mystery Heroes for, you know, a few seconds before I got killed, because, you know, Mystery Heroes. Right. And I'd never really tried her before outside of, um, the practice range. And, um, I loved her. Like, I just... That's awesome. I don't know. And so I've just been on this mission all week to get good scrub on Orisa, and it's really working out, and I've got a huge boner for her now, and... I just, like, she's the only thing I want to play, and I just, I've been having, like, the the best thing about Overwatch to me is that sometimes it elicits, like, laugh out loud <laughs> moments where something is just so great that you just, like, laugh or scream, you know, like, when, <laughs> yep. when, some, when a kill works out in, in the way that you hope that it would or in an unexpected way that's just fucking fantastic or you accidentally, like, kill a whole bunch of people or, like, your alt lands perfectly. Like, those are, like, the high highs, you know? Yeah. And I've been getting a lot of those on Orisa lately. Nice. And um, I'm worried because, like, I used to get that a lot on Symmetra and Diva, my two favorite uh, characters to play. And then once I started, like, analyzing my play style and, like, really going for, you know, getting good on them and stuff, then I started to, like, degress in my... In my progression, I think once you start overthinking things, like, you can kind of ruin it. Like, maybe that's just a me thing. I'm not sure, but... Um, no, no, I get you. Yeah, but I'm just, like, as far as I'm, I'm learning Orisa and, and just trying my best and, I guess, not thinking too hard about it. Because, like, when you're trying out a new character, you're not too hard on yourself, you know? Like, you can't be too hard on yourself because right. you, you don't have the muscle memory. You don't have the the experience on every map. Like, you know when you get on your, your main and you go to a map that you're very familiar with, like Gibraltar? and Gibraltar? Yeah, exactly. Gibraltar. And you're like, okay, so I'm on this character, so that means I should probably stand here and do this thing, and that'll probably work out, you know? Because you've been doing yeah. it for so long. But when you try a new character, it's like, where should I stand? Where? What would be the most viable, like, vantage point for this character? What should sure. I do? Etc. So I don't really have that on Orisa yet. So it's all just like, you know, renewing and rejuvenating the game for me, and it's 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 just been really fun. And she's fantastic. And if you haven't really tried her, highly suggest. Yeah, you've just been kicking ass on her. Yeah, uh, so that's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Thanks. You know what? I f I feel like that touches upon a bigger thing that's uh, <laughs> very Blizzard centric. We talked about this a little bit when we were giving one of the. Um, um, one of the listeners, uh, some advice on, in writing in, um, I think it was about raiding. 
when we were talking about how, you know, um, if it doesn't seem to be clicking and maybe the DPS isn't going or something like that, or you're just not hanging, go try something yeah. entirely different that you're not used to, even if you think you might might hate it. Yep. It might end up being the thing that totally clicks for you. That's how I became a mage. Exactly. I was like, I would never pick this. You specifically thought that mage would suck, and you did not want anything to do with it, and you tried it, and you fucking loved it. Yep. And now you won't touch anything else. Nope. Until someday when you try something else, and you're going to love it. That's right. But the point is, here you are doing exactly that in Heroes. Yep. You had a stable of Not Heroes, though. Overwatch. I'm sorry. Yes. (laughs) Here you are doing that with a different hero in Overwatch. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) But it's very much the same thing in Heroes as well. Yeah. There are plenty of heroes. That's wild for you, Yeah, it's the same in Hearthstone. I remember the one that stuck out to me the most in Hearthstone was Warrior. I never thought... In fact, I was dusting cards that I thought, I don't need this. Doesn't matter. I don't want it. Just anything warrior, dust, 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 all to dust. I, I'll use that for crafting other things. <laughs> Something dust. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started playing warrior, and I forget. I think it was from um, an arena match, and I, I think it was just like two bad options. And I was like, ah, oh, screw it. I got these two. I don't like either of them. I'll try warrior. Holy shit, that's fun. And then I, you know, looked up decks because I'm terrible at that. So I'm a filthy net decker. And you looked, looked up, up decks? some combos. I looked up some decks online. It's really. Like, easy to find decks online. I went to chat roulette and there were decks everywhere. There's so many decks. Some are really <laughs> yeah, big. That's just, like, totally the Blizzard thing, right? You, yeah, no, giving you options. And it's and there's so many out there. Like, the thing you think you're going to hate the most is really, like, the thing that you should probably try first. Mm-hmm. Because it tends to be something that's just, like, way fun, way more fun and, like, just a... a a, a rousing good time. Yeah, and speaking of a rousing good time, uh, our raid team downed Heroic Kill Jaden this week. Hell yes! Yeah! Congratulations, Blood of the Scribe. That's Blood of the Scribe on Boulderfist US. Suck it, KJ. Suck it long and suck it hard. <laughs> we also were... <laughs> we Congratulations, were, guys. That yeah. was great. We were also on uh, Watchpoint Radio last night, live. Yes, um, we'll have good times. We'll have the link to that in the show notes. Um, if... We're gonna definitely going to touch on the Overwatch stuff when we get to it, but uh, if you want to hear us talk more in depth on the Watchpoint Radio uh, podcast, then uh, definitely check that out. It was hilarious. Yeah, and thanks, Blaze and Bob. Thanks, Ra. You guys were a yes. grand old time. Thank you for having us. Um, we also did the LBS, as we do every Friday. Last Friday, we talked about Ghosts of Gaming Past, i.e. just what we used to play all the time growing up. That was way fun. Yeah, it was. Talking about old video games and stuff. And the chat room was great. The, the yeah. Twitch chat for these has been spectacular. Um, many thanks to all you guys who keep showing up. Uh, you know, we continue to be humbled by that stuff. The fact that anybody gives a shit to hear what we have to say Absolutely. is just so humbling and awesome. And and you guys are hilarious. So, oh my god, so um, funny. on the stream in particular, it's really great to have that almost instant feedback and have you guys participating in the conversation and you know giving us like things in this and case dis- and distracting us. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I feel like that's like the mini game of the stream. Is yep. like how to throw us off of yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> throw off throw and fist. It's, it's not, not hard. <laughs> and uh, finally, um, we uh, put up a tweet today. Or, uh, I put up a tweet today because I'm the one who does all the tweeting. If I'm the mage. Know. I'm the mage. Fuck you. <laughs> I said you said I'm going to put you in uh, in a sheep's body. That's called polymorphing. <laughs> and you know what else? What? Then I'll turn you into a rabbit because that's the other polymorph spell I have. <laughs> and then. What? I'm going to shoot you with fire. Oh. So suck it, homeboy. Home, 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 boy. Uh, 
So we put up a tweet. I put up a tweet today, and it's uh, if if you like it and retweet it, you'll be put into uh, you know, like a thing where you might be randomly chosen to win uh the uh the newest pet on the Blizzard store, uh, Shadow. It's the little fennec fox. He's so cute. Who changes color? Um, our uh, guildmate and friend Grizz purchased Shadow for us. So thank you for that, Grizz. Really generous of you. And uh, we thought that we'd pass it on to a lucky listener. So all Thanks you have so much, to do, Grizz. Yeah. All you have to do is go to our Twitter, find the tweet in question, uh, like and retweet it, um, and that enters you for a chance to win the pet. And uh, we will choose the winner at random. This is completely random. We'll put it all into a random name generator next Wednesday. So that's something that you can do if you still need Shadow. Yeah, thanks, Grizzly Adam. That's a, You were the first winner in all of this, buddy. Really appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. LB Newsline. News you can use unless you refuse. So this isn't strictly Warcraft news, but it's not long enough to, like, put in the whole Blizzard news segment. So this is me explaining the show. To myself, not to you guys. Okay. So. Can I listen in? You got that this. Don't don't fucking let Thorn hear you. Dude, don't talk to yourself on the podcast. You're going to have to edit this out. I'm not fucking editing this out. Do you know how long it takes me to edit? Yes, because I'm there and I can't do anything else while you're doing it. You know what the worst part is? What? I can't listen to music while I'm like editing or watch like Netflix or anything like that. Why? Well, because if I'm, you know, distracted... Then I'll miss shit and I'll leave it in and then everyone will know how terrible this podcast actually is before editing. Dude, I swear to God, I'm not cutting this out. You have to shut the fuck up. Fine. This, are you talking to yourself? No. Oh, I thought I heard some. Never mind. Okay. So, so you were going to say? Um, last week we talked about BlizzCon.com and how it has a ton of uh, videos for us to watch yes, um some like if, sweet librarian video totally some if you don't have a ticket some if you do and they said that they were going to be updating it every week as it gets closer to blizzcon which is in six freaking weeks at this point right now holy shit oh my god trying to diet so hard see the problem is i'm really good at dieting but i'm really bad at exercising <laughs> you know and yeah. i just i feel like i'm dieting really well except for the fact that i ate a whole pizza today but I haven't eaten a pizza in like two months. You don't even have to tell anybody that, right? <laughs> yeah, but whatever. But I just feel like if I just put dieting and exercising together, the results would, you know, go faster. But then I would have to like exercise and diet. And I don't want to do both. I just want to do one. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you eat more pizza if, let's say, the listeners were like donating codes for Domino's and shit like God, that? God, no. Because like pizza's good and you eat it and then you immediately just feel absolutely terrible. Like, totally I feel disagree. so bad right now. Totally disagree. Like, my I feel amazing. stomach is killing me. Really? Yeah, it's just awful. Like, it's not worth it. Like, if you, on the other side of the pizza, like, on the, the side before you consume, you're like, this is worth it. This is worth my life. If somebody, like, came up to me and, like, smacked this box of pizza out of my hand... I would smack the life out of their face and then they would die, you know? But on the other end of that whole pizza, you're like, fuck, I would not kill that pizza stealer thief. I would congratulate him for taking the pizza. I don't know. This is stupid. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is uh, if you have a virtual ticket, 
and also a regular ticket, BlizzCon.com has five new videos for us, uh, including more uh, footage into the vault. So we get that super behind the scenes kind of thing. Looking nice, kind of nice. Thing. Um, but yeah, so if you if you have a ticket, um, check that out. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Also, I just wanted to make sure everybody was aware. By the time this podcast comes out, it will be uh, the 21st. Um, Samwise is going to be on the WoW Reddit. So that's slash r slash WoW. And he's going to be doing an AMA. And he says it's going to be at 12 p.m. So I guess that's like California time. Very likely. They usually put things in PST, yes. Yeah, so uh, definitely uh, get in on that if you have some questions for him. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing what he comes up with because he's so funny and witty and he's, he's such a legend. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. Um, so uh, right now it is the second day of Pirate's Day. So by the time this podcast comes out, it will be over. But don't fear because Brewfest also started today. So you can go and do that. Yay! Yay! It's funny how, like, Pirate's Day and Brewfest are, like, back-to-back. I got a question for you, Thist. Yes. Where's the best place for you to go after you kill kill Jaden? Where? Argus. (sighs) (laughs) 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 Um, I learned that one from um, Grill Daddy Soldier 76. Nice. That's, That's great. Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. He and I, uh, you know, have a, a poker night once a month. That's not, that's a lie. That's a bald face lie. Wait, what's the saying? Bald face lie? Bald face lie? It's either lie? bald faced or bold faced. Bold face lie? I think it's bald open face. face. Open face lie. Like an open like faced an sandwich? Open face sandwich, yeah. <laughs> I love that we both went. It's to like an open face lie. It's like, because sh- your mouth is open while you're lying, right? So it's like, shut your open face, because that's an open face lie. <laughs> right? Right. Why do we spend so much time in the show trying to figure out what sayings are? <laughs> it's like it's, it's like English is our second language or something and like we're trying to like <laughs> like we've got like we've got speech like the normal speech down pretty well, but when it comes to like colloquialisms and stuff, we're just like what the fuck is that? Like bald face. Hello, lie? my name is Russian Gaivich. Welcome to Legging Bulls. Yeah, so I don't Today we are going over bald faced lies. What is it though? Bald faced. Bald faced. So yes. I was right the first time. Bald. That doesn't faced. make sense. It like the hey, open face like sandwich. Balls on this podcast. Speak bald for yourself. Um, yeah. So it's Pirates Day. Everything was the same. If you're on a PvP server, um, I'm sorry. It's probably like the worst day of the year. You basically just go to Booty Bay, grab the quest, go and beat up some sharks, try not to die, come back, try to turn in your quest die a bunch because of world pvp and then uh (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awful (laughs) (laughs) your fucking face (laughs) (laughs) it's like pizza (laughs) the revenge of the pizza bird sick later good thing it's raid night are you leaving that in uh i don't i don't know listeners don't want to hear me burp that's gross although i heard scott johnson do it one time so i they guess may i'll, not know I'll leave you. it in. huh they may not know it was you if we don't if you don't leave in the talking after oh but it's so me like they know it's me <laughs> <laughs> can we just get through this show yes okay 
Right, so uh, you go hand in the quest, try not to die. You get um, some emergency pirate outfits that last for a while, turns you into a pirate. You can also buy, um, like, a chest of, of uh, doubloons that you, you put, like, it puts piles of money on the ground, and then your friends can pick them up. I like that. Uh, you can get a parrot. Uh, not a pet, but, like, and not even a toy. It's just, like, an like an item, like a consumable item called PD, I think it is. And then there's something else. I forgot what, but it's probably pirate-themed. Actually, it's definitely pirate themed. Is it a pirate hat? Maybe, maybe it is. They usually have that. Yeah. Also, it's uh, so it's it's definitely Brewfest. The only change this year is that uh, the loot that drops from the holiday boss is now at eight eighty. All right. And I think right. it's only specifically trinkets. Uh, so that's happening. Mm, and interesting. Yay. Also, the new brawl is uh, Deep Wind Dunk. We've seen this one before. It's, nice. Um, the basketball-themed one? Yes. You, you... I mean, it's kind of basketball-themed, yeah, yeah, yeah. not really. So basically, you just have to go grab a ball and try to dunk it into the enemy team's cauldron. It looks like a giant cauldron. I don't know what it is, but basically, if you have a bunch of demon hunters on your team or you yourself are a demon hunter, GG, way to win. Uh, I played it last night. You just have to win one, and you you get uh, like there's a quest when you uh, zone into the the brawl map, and then you need to win one map, and then you get a bunch of AP and uh, some loot. And I actually got a legendary last night as well. Oh, nice! Congrats! So, thank you. So make sure you do your brawls, kids, because it pays. Hell yeah! It pays off. Pays dividends. But it's also a very long map. I'm just warning you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that the last that's been uh it's been a while since it was up last i was a uh, still a shadow priest then yeah and we brought reckles in with us and oh yeah we just, just absolutely destroyed dominated because nothing can stop that train the demon hunter train woo woo chicka 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 suck my dick um that's a weird train man yeah i don't know uh so finally this is what i've been dying to talk about i had so much freaking fun this weekend. Oh my gerb. Dudes. So remember how I was like super, super excited for the Mythic Dungeon Invitational? Yes. I was so right. Yeah. I was so right. Guys, okay. I know that everybody's been super into esports and and so have I, but not that much, you know, just like a normal amount. But some people are like super into it and that's great. And I've, I've aspired to be super into esports because... Like, what's, what's better than, like, supporting people who enjoy the game so much that they're fucking awesome at it, right? Yeah, totally. And, like, that's just putting more money and more uh, uh, interest and, and, and things into the gaming industry, which is what we want, obviously, because, like, the more resources the gaming industry has, especially Blizzard, the cooler things we get out of it, you know? Yeah, totally. So this is great. So I was hoping that since... I'm a PvE player primarily, and that I've been in all of these mythic dungeons that I would be able to watch and just like, you know, understand what was going on and know when things were dire and know when things were awesome. And I was right about that too. And it's so great. Like, they put two teams against each other on the screen and they, they switch um, the main screen depending on like what's happening on each screen. And like the only critique I will have throughout the entire broadcast is just I would like a little more uh, notification when they're switching screens because sometimes, especially if the two teams are in like the same spot in the dungeon, it's not 
like there's enough information on the screen where you could just like take a second and be like, okay, it's it's the other team now. It's that's totally easy. But like it would just be nice if like the outline of the screen like lit up for a little bit, like a second to show me that it was switching. So I'm like ready for it because I'm a little bit slow. color coded one team versus the other. Or yeah, exactly. So maybe that would be best. But otherwise, it was great. So um, the first night on on Friday was uh, was China. So all of these amazing Chinese teams against each other. Oh man! And it was so exciting. And the coolest thing was, I mean, not the coolest thing, but you know, when you're watching, like, I assume when you're okay, well, when you're watching hockey, and because you know I'm Canadian and I know about these things. Of course. Um, when they start fighting, you know, when the gloves come off, when the helmet comes off, and, like, both teams, like, skate up to each other, and the refs are in the middle, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah! <laughs> yeah. I hope somebody dies! Oh, Jesus. I mean, not really. <laughs> like, blood on the ice! Blood on the ice! No. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, when you're forced into watching car racing for some reason, and you're like, gee, I hope there's an accident. <laughs> I mean, I when hope... When you're forced into racing. It's, it's happened in my life, okay? You know when you're a kid... There are a and, lot of fans of racing, actually, Your parents so. are like, let's go do something fun. And you're like, let's my friend them playing Sega Genesis. And they're like, let's go. And they yeah. take you to a fucking... Come along, like, little fist. We have to get out of the house for a little while. Country bumpkin fucking, like, racing race car All right, thing. I'm going to stop you right there. And Some of my favorite people are country bumpkin. I was a country bumpkin. race car driver fans. I had family who did this. I may not like it. I'm just saying. I, I get it. And then your your mom's like, okay, well, how about we get you some nachos? And I'm like, yes. And then the cheese is really gross. And you're like, this is stupid. Why am I here? <laughs> the nachos were not an ample no, draw. No, I mean, that's like, <laughs> as a young fat kid, it's like, I don't want to do this thing. And then somebody's like, here's a candy bar. And you're like, fine, I'll do it. I'll do anything. I don't care. Just give me like a two liter of fucking cream soda. I got I got news for you. As an older fat kid, it's not any different. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying I could bribe you. You could bribe me. What? That's that's why I show up to this every week. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. I got so used to like handing you like ho-hos and ding-dongs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm here. Stuff. Yeah, I know. I don't know anything. I know. <laughs> I'm just glad you said it, not me. <laughs> so anyway, catastrophe. So so the highlights, the things that are a big right, draw right, right, that right. get you amped so, up. So it was fucking, it was great. It was insane. Like all of the teams were so, seemed so evenly matched coming out of China. But one team got disqualified. Oh, damn, drama. I know, and nobody knows why. Oh, they didn't even say why? Well, there's, uh, there's a theory on Reddit from a Redditor called Dennis Dance. And, and this is the theory on, on why... One of the uh, one of the teams was disqualified. He, he says they wanted to go for a one tank four DPS on Court of Stars, having the rest of shamans switch to Elemental. However, there was some miscommunication between the team captain and the GM. When the GM asked the captain if they wanted to switch classes and specs, the captain said no, thinking the GM meant just switching classes. Then the rest of shamans switched to Elemental, entering the dungeon anyway. The GMs warned them that they had to play the previous confirmed specs. The team thought that the GM meant they cannot play non-healer comps, and they got really, really angry with that. They refused to change back to the rest of Shaman, and then they got disqualified by the judge. Oh, damn. Yeah. So it was all just a complete misunderstanding. Maybe. So we don't know. But that's that's the theory. Okay. So one team got disqualified, and another team forfeited. Damn. Yeah, later on, another team forfeited. Like, were they just losing badly and they forfeited? No. Like, was it mid-match or? No. And uh, our theory is that, you know, 
one of these dudes was playing in his basement and his mom came downstairs and said, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to win money. And she's like, I don't believe you. Um, go do your homework, et cetera, et cetera. Damn. You know how it happens, but that's probably not true at all. Yeah. Well, you got to imagine Perrin aggro, any type of IRL aggro would be hard to fight off for a long tournament. Absolutely. Especially because like, you know, from from some of the stuff that I worked with with Heroes of the Storm tournaments, you you can have all the best laid plans in the world, and then when things delay it, then everything gets moved back. Mm-hmm. So if we would tell the teams, okay, second second round or let's say semifinals should be starting right around seven, you know, sometimes it's not until eight thirty because it's you know mm-hmm. things have just gotten pushed back, or there are technical difficulties, or one or another team's not getting whatever. Like there's just so many factors that go into it, yeah. and that's a lot of times why some of the pairings and some of the types of eliminations that they decide on for these tournaments don't necessarily seem like they're the best for the tournament because sometimes they just have to keep it moving along. Mm-hmm. So that's that's crazy. I know. That there was a forfeit and that and a disqualification. Totally. And then um, the next night... Oh, so the, the winners uh, out of that night was Team MPE. So congratulations, Team congratulations. MPE. Congratulations. Um, the next night was Asia Pacific. So APAC is what they were calling it. Uh-huh. APAC. APAC. It seemed like all of the teams were evenly matched at first, but then... You know, as as the competition progressed, things got a little tighter, and there was this one point where uh, it seemed like the teams had finished at the same time, kind of, because one team had enough deaths that even though they were in a slight lead, um, they still had some time docked off for all the deaths that they had. Sure, yeah. So then the other team uh, competing against them. Uh, they finished the dungeon and everything, but we weren't sure if they'd finished it in time uh, because they were a bit behind. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so we had to wait because nobody knew who won. And it seemed, you know, like if it was like a normal like race the clock kind of thing, people would know, but nobody knew. And so we were just like waiting on the edges of our seats trying to figure out like who won. Yeah. It's not a it's not an Olympic event where it's, you know, in fractions of a second yeah. all on like a on a stopwatch that's displayed on the screen or anything like that it's it, there are more factors at play because every time you lose you get fractions of a second off or whatever however exactly. many seconds off so once we finally found out who won and it was the team that didn't have as many deaths so the deaths really count against you wow it had come down to 0.468 seconds good lord that was the difference you guys that's nuts I was like freaking out. Like this was so exciting. And so like That's awesome. And like as the night progressed and like the teams started like going, you know, against each other and and getting closer to the final, there was like 10 deaths, 16 deaths, like just flat out wipes. Like it was just it was so intense. It was intense. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. And you like if you guys didn't watch it, like you have to watch it. And the coolest thing is like the casters are really funny and they're really knowledgeable. And I highly, highly recommend following each of them on Twitter because they they do it in shifts. Like there's a lot of them, so they do it in shifts. And like between their shifts, they they tweet out things, you know. Yeah. So like totally. behind the scenes things and just like funny things and insights and stuff like that. So highly recommend. So the next. Mythic Dungeon Invitational starts this weekend. So on Saturday, September 23rd, it's at 5 a.m. PDT on Saturday. And then on Sunday, it's uh, 9 a.m. PDT. And that's going to be Europe and then North America. Wow. So 
Uh, if you, you know, are from Europe or North America, you definitely want to check this out. It's going to be great. And in the show notes, we're going to have this uh, insanely helpful spreadsheet looking thing. Uh, it's like a Google Doc spreadsheet. Somebody okay. on Reddit called I Really Hate Names uh, put this together. And it's it's got like every single thing that you need to get caught up, like uh, who's winning, the teams, the brackets, the standings, and links to the VODs and highlights, and to all of the casters, so you can follow them on Twitter. And it's just got all the information, like, all the gear was scaled to 935, uh, all the artifact weapons were scaled to 965, the best of three with top two teams advancing, losing team gets to choose the next dungeon, grand finals is the best of five, like, all that kind of stuff. Oh, and I didn't mention that the... Uh, the Asia Pacific team that won was Team Honestly. So congratulations nice. to them as well. Congratulations. Yeah. So I'm going to stop talking about it because I can't say enough about it. It was just, it was so great to finally have an esport that kind of felt like it was right for me, I guess. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. And I'm very excited to watch it again this weekend. Hell yeah. I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah. It's Sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Okay, so we've mentioned this in the past, but the Overwatch League has come together. Come together! It's it's time. Owl is go? It's time, Fist. Owl is go! Woohoo! <laughs> they should make like an owl mascot and put it in the game. Definitely. Get it like Overwatch League? Yep. Owl? owl. Yeah, you get yeah. it. So there's 12 teams. <laughs> Boston, New York, London... Los Angeles, <laughs> Los Angeles, Miami, San Francisco, Dallas, Houston, Philadelphia, Shanghai, and Seoul, South Korea. Congratulations. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited. So uh, I think Philadelphia was the last one uh, to come on board. And uh, they're with those 12 teams. They're finally ready to just start their inaugural season. So um, the preseason. So what, is it, what does it mean, Fist? Like, what is this? this what does is... it all mean, Fist? So what it does it all mean, Basil? We can finally start watching them play games against each other. So these are all teams that have actual owners. They're yes. based in these cities, almost like yeah. an NFL or Major League Baseball. It's like or the any movie Basketball. Yes, exactly. Yes. Just like Basketball. Just like Basketball. Yes. Like the Miami, like the Milwaukee Beers. Exactly. Or the Miami Convicts. Exactly. And I forgot the others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it'll officially start, the preseason will officially start on Wednesday, December 6th, 2017, obviously. Um, at the Blizzard Arena in Los Angeles. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And apparently the inaugural season proper kicks off on Wednesday, January 10th, and will continue into June, followed by championship playoffs and finals in July. That's amazing. So, look, if you take this and you pair it with the new conference of video gamers in um, one of the collegiate conferences, this, sh this shit is hitting the big time, my oh, friend. Yeah. Like, these are... If it sounds weird that you're talking about specific cities where people own these teams, just take it out of the context of video games for a moment and realize that that's exactly how all of the professional teams for normal sports works. Yeah. All of those teams, they have an owner or an ownership group or something like that, and they're all based in one of these cities. This is exactly the same, people, but this is for Overwatch. Yeah. How fucking cool is that? So, like, we give a crap about it. Yeah. And we understand it. Yeah. Like, I give a crap about this, and I understand it. I'm excited. This is going to be amazing. And I, oh, I just, I hope that, like, somehow we can get to the Blizzard Arena. Somehow. 
and and see a match at some point. It seems like there's going to be plenty of chances. I mean, if, if it's going from January to July, I mean, hopefully. But uh, do you think that they'll all be at the... They won't all be at the arena, will they? Like, maybe they'll they'll play in, like, home hometown, like, hometown games? Yeah, I mean, if it if it's going to work... I mean, since they're video games, they don't always have to go anywhere at all, necessarily. Yeah, they don't necessarily have to be to. On, on site. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know if sometimes they're going to be playing, like, regionally from their own home bases or what, but... I don't know, but what team are you rooting for? Oh my god, how do I choose? Um, I guess New York. They're the closest to where I am right this moment. Yeah, me too. But I just, I love Los Angeles so much. Well, even if you loved Los Angeles so much, which of the Los Angeles teams would you choose? I don't know. (laughs) And I'm just, I'm so disappointed in my country of Canada that we do not have a team, like... What are we doing? Well, just give it time because these are I know, these are just I the just, starter cities. I wanted it now. This this See, this is what happens us. when I leave. <laughs> they let shit go. <laughs> Slipping through their fingers like a fistful of sand. It sounds like you need Which is a line from a song by a Canadian band and that rhymed. See? It's all coming together. <laughs> Was it Justin Bieber? No. No, we disowned him a long time ago. Was it Neil Young? No. Was it Shania Twain? No. You would think it was Shania Twain, though, wouldn't you? I feel like a woman. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, but yeah, so maybe maybe, maybe I could go home for a minute and start something. You know, you just need an audience with your, your friend and neighbor, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> yeah. Speak with old Justin about it. He probably plays Overwatch like crazy. He's who, probably- who would his main be? Mercy. <laughs> You didn't even Without think about that. Without a doubt. Mercy. <laughs> okay. that, that's my premise. Also coming up is the Overwatch free weekend. So if yes. you have been playing and loving this, um, or even if you uh, have been playing it and loving it, but maybe not playing it as much because your friends aren't, now is the time. Get those plebs in here. Let's kill them all. Yes. I'm going to be encouraging everybody I know who does not play it right now to play it this weekend. So that's September 22nd to the 25th on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox One. And uh, just to reiterate, it's uh, it, you can play all of the heroes, all 16 maps are available in a variety of modes, including quick play, cons- custom games, and the arcade. Players will also have the ability to level up, l- earn loot boxes, and unlock a variety of different customizable options. And if you decide to purchase Overwatch after test driving the game, which you will because it's addictive, oh God. you get to keep any progress you made during the weekend. That's awesome. Yeah. So basically, you don't have an excuse at this point. You just got to come in and play. I will play Arisa and I will protect you. Probably. So, Fist, the hero changes in Overwatch. Yeah. How, how's it feeling? What do you think? Well, I'm a demon main, and uh, I... Do you like missiles? I do like missiles. I just... I, I'm, I'm not comfortable with the new shield matrix yet. I think it's weird. Um, it's, it's, it's almost like using Pharah's, uh, like boost ability. Like, you use it, and then it depletes... And then you stop using it, and then it like regenerates, and then you use it, and it depletes. You know, like it, it goes, yeah. it, it goes like that. And like that, that's fine. I feel like that's something I'm going to get used to. I already had to get used to the changes they made with it the first time that they changed it. So I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's not insanely detrimental or or different. It just works a little bit differently. Her new missiles, I just they are completely the opposite of everything that Diva has been in the past like 
she's kind of like spraying her bullets everywhere. She's kind of like a fly all over the place, get in, get out kind of person. Just like shooting while moving and shooting forever because she doesn't need to like regenerate bullets. Like it's all good. These missiles, like they come out after a beat and they come out straight in like the front of the mech. And so you have to be shooting at a target that's not going to like fly all over the place because you're probably not going to hit them at all. Like it's got great range, longer range than her regular cannons, but you know, they'll, they'll just fire in a straight line and it's, it's kind of tricky. I'm sure I'll get better at it eventually, but um, as far as right now, like the most success I've had with them is in like a really close quarters because assumedly like people can't move away from them. If there's a wall behind them. Right. Yeah. But if I'm trying to shoot Farah out of the sky with those, it's not going to happen. The, the good thing, though, is now that she can fly while shooting, I can use my fly up to Farah and nudge her out of the way uh, tactic, but also shoot her along the way. So the closer I'm getting to people with my boosters, the better, because D.Va doesn't have that range. That's I think that's a huge improvement. I love it. It's going to make killing people a whole lot easier. And, you know, as... A fairly good diva. I've tried to um, condition myself to use her mobility as much as possible. And I think that being able to do more damage while still being as mobile as diva can be is going to be really, really helpful. So I'm excited about that. Um, so as a almost mercy main, what do you think of her changes? Oh, I'm, I'm a full on mercy main now. So as of as of these changes, like, you know, and, and I knew this, like, I think I said this even last week, like, this is this was coming. We knew it. Tried it on the PTR. It's God mode. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's super so mercy. It's I'm surprised it made it out of PTR this way. I feel like it's a little OP. Um, it's not like she's unkillable or anything silly like that at all. But her alt is so strong, so strong. And I guess that's good because, you know, her previous alt was so strong. Um, I'm glad they got rid of it. I think that's a really good thing for the game. And I've mostly heard the same thing from people. I don't think there's anybody like, man, where'd all the reses go? But I mean, you know, then again, I I don't know. I don't think I know any actual Mercy mains. (laughs) So they're probably upset. But uh, her Q, I I just want to reiterate for anybody who hasn't tried it yet or has maybe seen it in action but not quite understood what was going on. um, Initially, in these first couple days... I'm seeing some mercies hit Q and then fly around the map and just shoot a whole bunch because <laughs> they're powered up and her gun does more they're damage and has a higher... juiced up battle mercy. <laughs> like, relax, bro. Give her the juice. Yeah. So, yeah, she gets jazzed like crazy. And then she, she already has, outside of her alt, she has an increased rate of fire and increased damage from her pistol. So that was already amped up. But now it's, it's almost like getting um, an Anna an Anna alt on you mm-hmm. uh, because you just get crazy and you can fly in every direction. So you are completely mobile. Um, but I'm seeing mercies just fly in and go nuts on killing people. And, and to some extent I've seen it work a couple times, but the huge opportunity that's being missed here is to remember that let's say on the junk, the new junker town map, um, it, it is hard to push for if you are, um, if you are attacking on that map. Um, I, I don't think we know, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll go into that on the next show. Cause I don't know that we have time for it in this one, but that map is, it's a little rough on the balance in terms of attacking. So if I'm mercy and I'm, uh, I've got my alt up, you don't want me to use it and then start shooting. What we need to happen is for me to use that alt and then start healing my whole team because it chain heals 
that beautiful stream <laughs> of piss that that just heal, heals the hell out you of just you. Just ruin that for it me. It now pees all over everybody. Stop. Aww. So, and then the same is true about her power up, her right click. So, not only can you heal everybody up, all of them at once, like if if they're close enough, you can also then power up everybody all at once and too. So they yes. all turn into these like raging, roiding out, killing machines. Wouldn't it be embarrassing? So why would you go like, around with your own pistol just doing that with with your one thing when you can be do, doing that for your whole team? That's driving me nuts. Stop doing it if that's your idea of it so far. Try it a couple times, get it out of your system, and then stop because you're really missing out on big opportunities with that. If like every time you got powered up, you get like a raging boner. But, like, that was the only thing that became powerful. <laughs> and then you'd become melee? Yeah. It's like, I need healing. Mother, mother, in my pants. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just spitballing just here. I'm sorry. You're I'm just, just saying. I'm using, I don't know. So those two um, matched up with the, the recent Junkrat changes. Like, I mean. Junkrat changes? Yeah, uh, Junkrat's changes from um, a few weeks ago where he just got oh, completely, right, right, right. Yeah. you know, he's amped up now. He's got his double yeah. mind. And the new Reinhardt change right. where you can see behind you when you've got and your shield thank up. God thank for that you, change. God. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, uh, so overdue. So, so there's spectacular lots of, changes. Yeah, there's lots of changes and there is Junkertown. We will talk about that next week. Hopefully we'll get some more time on it because uh, it just came out yesterday. Um, it just, it seems... Too strunk at the moment. I'm gonna need how to gonna need to see how people handle that map because I don't know how to handle it yet. It's too op- wide open. It's fucking cool looking. Yeah. Like the the attention to detail and all the cool little things in Junkertown itself is incredible. It looks beautiful, but it just it seems like a really tough map. So yeah, I like the design. It just oh, yeah. it seems to favor Widow and Farah so heavily yeah, so. that I just wonder. We'll have to see. I literally have no idea. <laughs> this game's hard. I feel icky. And now, it's time for some Hearthstone news. Here's your hosts, Gary and Thorn, and... Ugh, what a rush. Feast. So, we have a number of balance changes coming to Hearthstone. Oh, no. Yeah, some card changes. My some card balance. changes. Yeah, yeah. Innervate. Still too strong, please, please nerf. Too strong. Uh, zero cost card innervate remains at zero, uh, but instead of gaining the two mana crystals, you gain only one after all. Oh. Fiery War Axe now costs three mana, is up from two, Did but you remains say the fiery same. Fiery War Ass? Fire, some Fiery War Ass. You know, that's the you know? kind of ass that you get when you're like raiding for three hours and there's no AC on and no fan and it's really hot in your yeah. room and your computer is like generating heat right next to you and your butt is just like the epicenter of sweat. Right. This is like the step beyond swamp ass. Yeah, it's fiery war ass. <laughs> and now it costs three mana. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it makes sense that the cost would go up. Yeah. Hex now costs four mana, also up from three, no other changes. Murloc War Leader now reads, your other Murlocs will have plus two attack, which is down from plus two attack and one health. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a little quieter than before. Exactly. <laughs> Spreading Plague now costs six mana up from five. You know, a fiery war ass would s- spread plague. <laughs> if it, tw- it twerned for your skivvies, keeping all the plague in. <laughs> You'd have hopefully. to innervate your skivvies. Ew. Or not you, but yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Why did ew? Ew. Totally. <laughs> Suddenly, that's somehow much more disgusting than what we were just talking about. 
Um, uh, this weekend, uh, like I said, I was watching the Hearthstone HCT 2017 America Summer Playoffs. Um, Say that five times fast. No, I don't want to. Um, but it was a, a best of five conquest format with one ban. And America's region representatives for the Summer Championship 2017 ultimately are Purple, the Grand Champ, who is also Canadian. <laughs> Suck it. Uh, I can't say this name. <laughs> Empanizado? Empanizado? Empanizado, I think. Empanizado, yeah, that's probably right. Uh, now Gideon? Now Gideon? See, I don't know. The, 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 part, <laughs> the, the worst part is, like, I watched this, like, all weekend, and they kept saying these names, but apparently... Was it I, I don't know. I did not absorb anything. Nalgaidan? I don't know. I must have been too tired from the <laughs> Mythic Dungeonal. Um, the other one's easy enough. Yeah, and Purple. So Purple was crowned as America's Summer Champion. Congrats to Purple. I was rooting for you the whole time, buddy. I knew you could do it. Uh, yay, Canada. Suck it everywhere else. Do you know, do you know <laughs> if the team name meant anything? Is uh, that a Canadian reference of any sort? No, that's his name in Hearthstone. Okay, fair enough. I don't know what Hearthstone team you're on. Mm, Is it a bad Fiery one. War Ass? <laughs> team Fiery War Ass. Yeah, you, got, you get disqualified because you're grass. Yeah, they find, like, some reason to disqualify me just because they want me to sit in the seats. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> oh, no. It's Fiery War Ass. <laughs> here he comes. Well, that's what you said. You can see it? the smoke. No. You're here just in time. Point me to the stage. Heroes of the Storm News. Ask me no question. I tell you no lie. <laughs> Wolfskaya Foundry. Yeah, so I was totally wrong last week with the General Grievous or whoever the fuck I said. <laughs> I wasn't even close. <laughs> hey, that happens. And also, that's why you don't predict things. Right. Well, that's not really why, but... That's why I don't predict things. Yeah, that's what I meant. Right, okay. That's what I was referring to. I thought to. you just meant like Since in general, were... like people should not predict things because then they'll sound no. like this and she's a moron Sound like a best. jackass. Gotcha. So what about Velskaya? What's happening? Well, I already know, but... You know. I mean, there's... So it's a new map, obviously. It's three lanes. Um, it is medium-sized, much like me. <laughs> and uh, What? I don't know what that How means. do you know if you're medium-sized? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, the, it's a new... Uh, so there are th multiple points to capture on the map, but there's a new capture point mechanic what? for Heroes of the Storm. It's... Kind of a shout out to Overwatch. It's um, it is Overwatch, basically, except that Overwatch doesn't really have. Well, all right. So you capture it by percentage, um, which is not terribly unlike some of the other capture points in Heroes. Um, but there's a percent, like a visible percentage going up, more like Heroes. Right. I'm sorry, more like Overwatch. Um, also, if you step off it for too long, you lose it. So you don't just keep retaining it just because you had it, um, which is also new. Um, also, um, if you have it and you're about to hit 100% on it, enemies can stand on it to send it into overtime, just like in Overwatch, uh, and prevent it from getting to 100%, and they will continue to prevent it as long as an enemy is on there, so they can um, stall it or, or stop it outright, kill you, and then take it over. Right. Uh, also, conveyor belts. Conveyor belts. Yes. Yes. I There's watched a big that. difference. I just, you know I love Blizz, but I just, the conveyor belt mechanic, and even like in WoW, when there's not a conveyor belt, but something is pulling or pushing you away. Mm -hmm. I hate that. I'm yeah. just no good at it. It's like a water level. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing like a water level. But they both suck. <laughs> but conveyor belts are definitely very different. I can't think of anything else in Heroes that is like that. 
I can't think of anything either. But it does. It definitely makes for some interesting stuff. So there is a preview overview video. We'll put the link in the show notes. Definitely check it out. It looks awesome. Yes. In addition, they also came out with one of your standard in-development videos, uh, just showing you mounts and skins and sprays and portraits and stuff. Uh, so ton of cool stuff coming. A ton of cool stuff, including an invisible horse. Uh, what? Invisible. Invincible. <laughs> I hope that's what it is because that's hilarious. Is that's really funny. That is so Blizzard meta. And yeah. speaking of Blizzard meta. The best thing that's ever happened to anyone in life, Deathwing Diva. Oh, that's so good. Oh my it's so good. god. It's beautiful. Oh, it's so good. And it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like how she's even got the same outfit in Naked Diva version. Yeah. Like she's got like a head to toe outfit of yeah. like molten like, whatever. <laughs> I don't even understand why they have color variants of her. Like, Yeah, that's a good point. Just just give me the OG. It's so good. But uh, definitely check out that video. And finally, um, there is an Anna spotlight. And as we were watching, you were like audibly freaking out. Oh, what, yeah. what is it about Anna that's, that's okay. exciting you? It's the same things as it is in Overwatch, the, which I didn't like when she was first coming out in Overwatch. The whole idea of a sniper... Sniper. Sniper. It's a sniper. (laughs) Rob Sniper. Rob Sniper is a support main. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the same thing. Um, Again, they port the stuff over really well. In Heroes of the Storm, she is a skill shot based healer. So to do damage to an enemy, you got to skill shot them. To do healing to your team, you got to skill shot them. Uh, And it also makes for interesting, you know, she's going to hit the first um, enemy or heal the first ally that's in her line of of the shot so it's you know it's an interesting dynamic um i bet the talent choices are going to be nuts uh they did reveal a couple of them um such as examples to or uh, the examples that they gave were uh two options one of them where you could remove stuns or one where you could remove slows Mm -hmm. so obviously you would choose that based on the enemy team um but that's just really interesting you know so it's almost like a cleanse like kind of a specialized half cleanse um, but I love the ability choices. I love that she has the lack of self-healing to help balance her out. Um, and the skill shot thing is just really going to make her a very high skill cap player. Absolutely. And this, like, it seems like this character in particular, just like with her play style, it seems so unique to all of the heroes in the Nexus right now. Like, I can't think of anything like her. So it's going to be really interesting to see how people end up using her and uh, probably abusing her. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I guess we will. I guess we will. I guess we will. Oh, won't you? Oh, we will. Oh, yes, we will. Because well, I'm a support main, so I will be definitely looking. I will honestly be, be trying. Yeah, yes, yeah, and absolutely. I will be watching because I like to watch Tears of the Storm. But uh, so yeah, so those are those three videos that came out this week. Definitely check them out and keep uh, an eye out for a Junkrat video. Oh yeah, coming out definitely coming soon. Yes. 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 Junkrat. Jerkrat. Jerkrat? Yeah, Jerkrat is Junkrat's uh, brother. He's a jerk, <laughs> and he's always junking off in Junkertown. <laughs> jerk, Jerkrat junks off. <laughs> More at 11. We asked, you answered. Here's our question of the week. So this week, I asked you guys what your predictions for the next WoW expansion was, or were. I'm sorry, or as, are. as or are, I was saying that, and I just, I lost it, Pred- and I'm like, oh, Predictions, huh? Yeah, predict, dick, predictions, <laughs> like dictionary, 
Right. What's in there? Dicks. <laughs> look up look up dicks in the dictionary. And ye you... old book of book o dicks. Yeah, ye old book o dicks. <laughs> what? Okay, so uh I should have known that uh this question would elicit uh some very uh well-rounded answers uh, which to say you know long answers um and i really appreciate it but i didn't end up putting this question on twitter for the first time because uh we had so many great answers in discord um so firstly if you're not on our discord please consider joining it it's fun you don't have to do anything except you know you could be a total lurker, lurker and just watch people say shit and post things and it's totally fun and absolutely it can get kind of freaky in there so i feel like kind of a rick go figure that like- our our discord would get kind of freaky of yeah course. Oh. and in, if you want to join it's it's bitly that's bit.ly slash lb discord yeah easy so let's let's just dive into these these answers let's do it enigma says nizoth naga cool Tiras. Finding out that the LOA that suggested Sylvanas become the leader of the Horde wasn't actually the LOA at all. Possible death of Malfurion, a Tyrande by Azshara. Would love to see Chandra's Feathermoon as the new leader of the Nelfs. Uh-oh. Neptulon steals the Doomstone from the Shaman class hall and reveals he's been an agent of Azshara this whole time. <gasps> Just a couple of quick thoughts. Damn. Yes. Also, uh, Torek said, everything's been pointing toward the old gods in the void. We'll find that the remnants of the Black Empire, including the city of uh, Nyalotha and the Black Forests, Queen Ajara and the Naga become a threat, Jaina finds Kulturas and is influenced by the void, the old god Nazoth is released from its prison. But since Ooh. Blizzard is hinting so heavily towards all of this, we'll probably get a time-traveling Murloc expansion instead. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it could happen. That'd be awesome. Uh, Ardwick says, I frankly think that there's a lot more story to fill out before we get to the old gods slash Azeroth story culmination, especially with Ilganoth and Zalatath stuff. The hints at Kulturas and Jaina are pointing strongly at being the next expansion, but I'm not so certain we're going to dive headlong into Void stuff yet. Kulturas would make a great place to play out the Sylvanas slash Greymane plot some more. Toss in Windrunner plots galore alongside of it. We definitely have some Odin, Titan, Aspect stuff to work through. We know that Aspects are quite tied into the Titan Old God plotline, Hour of Twilight, Infinite Dragonflight, Emerald Nightmare, but there's quite a lot of ground to cover before that all comes to fruition, in my opinion. I could see an entire expansion of dealing with a lot of these stories and plots prior to bringing the last Old God out, and or Ashara herself. Nice, nice. You guys are so knowledgeable. I love it. Uh, Enigma also suggested uh, in as part of that conversation, um, how about this as a pre-patch? Legion has been defeated. The heroes of Azeroth return. We find a plea for help from Jaina. She'd return home from Kul Taras only to find it under attack by the Naga. <gasps> J- Jaina and the remains of the Navy flee to Stormguard Keep, which has been abandoned for years. However, Sylvanas sees this as a threat to the Undercity and begins to move her forces through the Arathi Basin. Greyman hears of this and begins to move his Navy and forces to intercept the Forsaken. Oh, I like that. That's pretty sweet. Packed. Yes. Kind of hope that happens. Donnie Rock says, if Legion was Burning Crusade turned up to 11, maybe the next expansion is Jaina going full Lich Queen? It will allow Pandarans to become DKs, which is what people have been waiting for. Am I right? That's actually pretty sweet. <laughs> Ardwick says, yeah, there's definitely something going on in, up in Northrend for sure. Bolvar is not on our side at all. Not sold that he's been on someone else's side, but he's definitely not on ours. Interesting. 
Uh, Mewcow says, I kind of want to see how the Azeroth in the alternate timeline Draenor is. An Azeroth where the orc invasion didn't happen might be interesting. What chain reactions are affected by taking such a significant event out of the timeline? No Lich King? A world without undead or warlocks? Oh, man. Huh. That'd be pretty nuts. Multizord. Whoa. AKA. Also known as Jazz, the murderous biker. <laughs> or please God, don't hurt me. Yeah. Is what I like to call him when I see him. Um, <laughs> after our heroes destroy every last demon and Sargeras himself, we'll naturally move on to patch 7.4 known as Shadowy Thoughts, starring Shadow Reaper Anduin, <laughs> in which we also destroy all the Void Lords and wipe out every possible threat in the Warcraft universe. Or so we thought. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Sorry. Deep within the deepest ocean of Azeroth lies a portal which leads even deeper into the deepest depths of, de- of deepness, a world known as Myr, the homeworld home of the Murlocs. <gasps> Argus ain't got shit on the types of horrors you'll see here. Nazoth came here once and was like, nah, fuck that, and noped right, right on out of here. The entire expansion is fully underwater and is all about unlocking stuff that makes you go even faster underwater, beginning with flippers and ending with BlizzCon 2019 submarine mounts, and obviously the Horde one will be way cooler than the Alliance one. Obviously. That is, of course, if you can survive until 2019. Blizzard will rewrite the game engine to allow for more ads in every boss encounter. You guessed it, swarms of murlocs. We're talking millions of them. Also, they will remove every AoE spell out of the game and you'll have to single target them all down. What? Once you enter the world of Murr, will you ever surface again? Find out in WoW's next expansion, Depths of Murr. Obviously called Dom for short, because no one wants to see well, no one wants to use three syllables when all you need is one. Jeez. Multi. <laughs> I love multi's sense of humor. I know. <laughs> Just watch. That's going to come true. That's it. That's what's going to happen. Spaz Weston says, boobs. Oh, wait. That was last week. (laughs) That would be nice, too. That would be fun. Uh, Klaus Stein says, after defeating the Legion, we will have a break. Think of it as a spring break expansion. All battlegrounds will be Mardi Gras themed and all tunes will be scantily clad. With each plat... With each patch, adds some new dungeon like the Walk of Shame dungeon where you have to fight your way back to your hotel or the new <laughs> raid that all takes place in one Girls Gone Wild theme oh God. where the last bosses are the sleazy camera guys. <laughs> Overall, it's just going to be a big party. I mean, we need a break after killing all that bad, all the bad Legion mobs and boobs. <laughs> Obviously. Draven Dresden says, I shall hereby tell you the tale of the X-Pack announcement cinematic we'll see at BlizzCon 2017. Alaria will finally meet Sylvanas. And put a void arrow into her chest, killing her. Ooh. But she doesn't die. She looks what? just looks at her sister and laughs, but not with her own voice. Sylvanas then draws an arrow and shoots Ilaria in the shoulder. Your aim has gotten worse, says Ilaria. Sylvanas reply, replies, has it? With that, the, the arrow starts to wiggle a bit and begins digging itself further into Ilaria. As Ilaria screams, her voice changes from her own to one that is similar to Cthune or Yogg-Saron. Ilaria begins laughing in that new voice. After that, the WoW logo shows up per usual and turns void purple. One word appears, revealing the expansion title. Windrunner. Whoa. I like it. What Way to paint a picture there, Draven. Very much so. Damn, son. I've got chills. They're multiplying. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I'm losing control here. Uh, Spaz Weston also says, The Titan Soul stirs and the final old god rises. With the title World of Warcraft, The Awoken Azeroth. Yes. Uh, Thayer says, Maybe a less popular guest, the next expansion will be Bolvar Awakens, The Return of the Lich King, or The Return to the Frozen North. Bolvar is losing the battle for control of his soul, and we've got to prevent the return of the undead Scourge. With our victories on Argus, the Lich King finds now strength in his freedom and feels we are not our weakest, so now is the time to return to rebuild his legacy. Okay, I like that, but there's no way that's happening. Here's why. 
Just for, what, five, for five seconds. Here's okay. why. Okay. They've been doing too much of that. Oh. They've been going back and going back. Hey, and don't tell back. Blizzard what they've been doing no, I'm too just much saying, of. I'm just saying, I know they're they're too good of storytellers to really just kind of revisit the well yeah. on something like that yet again, when what we're currently in is at least based on a revisiting yeah. of an earlier time. So yeah. I like that idea. I, I bet we'll get there, but I don't think it's going to be this next one. Fair enough. Uh, Croc Argyle says, I'm hoping the new expansion has an integrated mobile app besides the companion app. Maybe catching battle pets in the wild, teaming up for pet dungeons, maybe allowing you to complete profession or holiday daily quests i just want more wow on the go unlocking loot based on a daily step count can that be a thing <laughs> that would be great it's not daily a bad idea step count if anything's gonna convince me to go outside and walk around it's gonna be wow so i'd still love one of those like desks that you can m- move upward oh, totally. to like stand totally i think those are becoming more and more popular i know they're available but they're like 300 yeah, 400 they're just bucks really... something like that like, I don't need it to be motorized, you know? Like, I can push it up myself. Right. I just need it to go up. <laughs> just needs a crank. Yeah, I can I can crank up a desk. No no problem. <laughs> just have to look at it right. I'm OP. Allie says, old gods and void lord stuff. Lots of purple. Corrupted Jaina that we save and redeem. All of this means more ground tentacles. Old god penises? And hentai jokes abound. Don't they always? I like that one. <laughs> Let's do that one. Patty CTR says, usually do the... A question of the week on Twitter, but 140 characters isn't going to cut it this time. So I'm bo- I'm on board with the Telegraph Void versus Light, and even further, I think balance in general is going to be a major theme. Fire versus Frost, Fell versus Arcane, etc. We're going to see a hero's redemption arc from Jaina. She's going to succumb to the old god corruption and will be an early ra- raid end boss. And Dadgar, the shit wizard, is going to sa- sacrifice himself in an effort to cleanse her paving the way the, the way for Jaina to become the new guardian. Horde versus Alliance will be more prevalent to jive with the balance theme, and we will see the return of a world PvP zone a la Wintergrasp, maybe Kulturas as an epic battleground with naval warfare. Ooh. Undermine will be the new capital of city, Nizoth will be the big bad overall baddie, and Azura will play a major role as well. I think we're due for more playable classes, but I'm thinking Ethereals will start neutral like the pandas did, and you'll pick a side. Finally, I really think the writing is on the wall for a new Shadow Ranger hero class with everything going on with Illyria. Fair enough. I would love that. Those yeah. Shadow Rangers are so cool. Absolutely. I would definitely play that for five minutes before going back to my mage. <laughs> uh, and we had an email from Robert who says, This may be a stretch with Illyria being a windrunner and Sylvanas also being a windrunner. What if the next X-Pack is going to go back to Horde versus Alliance? Something like Jaina showed back up conveniently to see Illyria in void form. Illyria runs to Sis for protection, sparking the feud back up, and now a race between the factions to get some old god nonsense. Been a while since the factions have fought. Oh, also I see a lot of purples and blues. Lots and lots. Lots and lots, indeed. So Thanks, Mop Jockey. That, th- there's a lot of like similar themes in these answers. But I can't help but be excited. Like I, I, I don't want to say I don't care what's going to happen next. But I just I feel confident that whatever it is, it's going to be amazing. Plus they have Christy Golden now for legitness. So oh god, yeah. Whatever happens, it's going to be wonderful. So. Yeah, that was a good move on their part. Absolutely. So, so what's next? What about next week? The next question of the week is: Which Blizzard character would you like to see enter the Nexus? But why? You gotta nice. tell me why. Nice. So like. You know, explain to me, you know, what their playing style would be, what they would, like, would they be support, would they be a tank, etc. You know, what's going on? Just give me deets. But but why? Why that character That's awesome. in particular? That's going to be fun. Hells yeah. Looking forward to that. I am too. Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks. 
first email from Venancio, and Venancio says, I'm really digging y'all's vibe. Oh, I yeah. haven't been enthused for a WoW podcast in a minute, and you guys have stoked my fire. <laughs> um, I enjoy the candor between you guys and the flow of the show. It's great to get me through my work. Please continue not to suck. Oh, no guarantees. I mean, we suck a lot, but, you know, <laughs> thank you. I really want to know how in the world I can, as a WoW player... Looking for a home. Join you folks and enjoy the game with people who seem to enjoy it as well. I have bounced around a few servers over the years and made a few friends, but as all things, it just kind of dies after a bit. I would love to join a guild where folks give a shit, and I love having fun with this game. I have done the hardcore raiding thing back in Kata, and I've been more of a casual player ever since. I've kept a sub for the whole time, and though I've not been faithful to WoW over the years, she always accepts me back with open arms. For now, I want to bring my horror tunes over and help in any way I can in community building. I talk up your show to all my friends, and yada yada. I forgot where this was going with this. I forgot where I was going with this email, so let me end it. Chew things over and let me know. By the way, I'm now a patron if that's any indication of how much I enjoy the show. Oh, wow. Absolutely awesome. it is. Dude, thank you so much. And yeah. you are welcome to join our guild. Everybody is welcome, as long as you're not a dick, you know, yeah. like a mean jerk person. It's like, we don't want mean people doing mean things in Overwatch. Right. And it's Like the same, jerk rat. Yeah, like jerk rat, junking off. It's the same in our guild. It's one rule. Don't be a dick. But uh, we're on Boulderfist US. That is a PvP server. Um, we're starting to do more regular normal raids if you are interested in that. We love to run dungeons and stuff, and we are very active. But with all things, like, you know, it's 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 a, it's a give and take relationship. There's just so much going on all of the time in the guild that you kind of have to reach out. Yep. You know, a lot because uh, with WoW, it's great to have that social guild aspect, but we're all still playing a game. So yep. if, if you want to make friends and and get get some attention and and get to know people sometimes you have to strike it up yourself but uh, our guild chat is a great place to do that our discord is a great place to do that our facebook page is a great place to do that and twitter is a great place to do that so um yeah just uh, yeah and honestly in our guild i'm, I'm looking for leadership i'm looking for yeah. you you mentioned wanting to help with community building i am looking for that i'm looking for people to train on the officer track um, it's not the kind of guild where I'm going to um, promote people very fast uh, because it's growing pretty fast. We got to trust you. But first. we, yeah, yep. <laughs> we got to, you're going to have to work on it with us. But uh, you can show that by organizing groups of people, showing up for things, being around, being online, all that sort of thing is going to contribute a lot to that. Yep. Um, so definitely looking for that. Um, shoot us a note, uh, just tweet at us or something like that. Um, um, or, you know, we'll probably, en- we'll just answer your email as well, uh, Venencio. But thank you for being a patron. That's, that's above and beyond. That always floors us. And thanks for the really nice note. Absolutely. And we have an email from Rivenstar from, ooh, Moonguard. How's it going? <laughs> hey, guys. I only started listening to your podcast recently. Thanks for your interview over on Goblin Goldcast, which I've been following for a while now. But let me say that while I listen to a lot of WoW podcasts at work, Yours is the only one that consistently makes me have to stifle laughter at my desk. <laughs> I appreciate the positive bent to the content, the banter, and the great chemistry you two have together. The fact that you aren't just yet another news recap show sets yours apart. A podcast needs to be entertaining to survive, and thank you for being all that and a bag of smorks. Nice. Yum. Smorks. I had one thoughtful comment regarding the current plot themes in WoW. First, it seems to me that Blizzard has started to make clear the idea of the light in the void, uh, that the light and the void are more elemental poles than anything else, and as a result, devoid of morality. Makes sense. The light seeks to create, the void seeks to obliterate, 
and they just tool along doing their thing without any judgment expressed or implied. Both the Void Lords and the Nehru are basically elements of their type, just like, say, Ragnaros is an element of fire, and as more or less sentient expressions of their element can have the ability to express their own motives and take on what it is that they represent while being inextricably bound to their nature. Just like Alakir and his cronies were a threat, while Thunderin wishes to aid the Earthen Ring to defend Azeroth, both air elementals, yet very different. Muru and Lura were both benign, basically sacrificing themselves to save others, while Zero became imperious and self-righteous. So self-righteous! Seriously. In a related tangent, it seems fairly clear to me that the whole Turalyon and Illyria business is furthering Blizzard's recent goals of pushing the idea that the mortal races aren't bound by powers beyond their ken anymore. You can argue that it started with the death of Deathwing, and the loss of the power of the Aspects, as the Aspects were set as guardians by the Titans. And now, the Nehru are, showing, are shown as fallible, while Turalyon and Illyria are being set up as scions of the Light and Void respectively. They're married, yet opposites, reflecting their allegiances while not being wholly made up of one pole or the other. I'm not sure where they'll go with that plot bunny either in the long run, but the constant reiteration that prophecies are empty, only mortals can decide their own fates, seems fairly clear to me. Also, as a fellow Marsul fan, I hear you this, <laughs> I've done a piece of fan art. I took to calling them Magnificent Fungus Weasels <laughs> when I got my first one, and the name just stuck. I attached the JPEG to this email so you can see it. Huh? It's really cute. Peace, and looking forward to the brightening of my Friday morning with your, with your next glorious cast. Ribbonstar of Moonguard for the Alliance, damn it. Um, we'll let that pass just yep. because the picture of the Magnificent Fungus Weasel was fantastic thank yes. you for showing us that and uh thank you for that email i mean i like when people just sort of like paint the picture for me because a lot of the times in wow like i'm not thinking about the big picture like yeah. i try to but i guess i'm just not that sort of person i guess i don't know like i'm just going along with my own fun i'm just i'm just Running around and shooting and trying to kill people. And, and right. I just, I don't know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you, Rivenstar, so much for that email. Thank you, everyone, for your emails and for your answers to the questions of the week and for all the tweets we've been getting lately. We really appreciate it. And thank you especially to Adam, Tony, and Bill, our newest patrons. Thank you guys so, so much. Yeah, you guys are nuts. It's Jeez. Oh, wow. Jesus. It's just every week, man. Thank you so much. I've got I've got a gratitude boner going, guys. Yeah, I constantly have one, and it's starting to get itchy. You can't scratch that in public. You know, I'm glad that we instituted the um the the photo necessity that if you're gonna um become a Patreon that you have to include a photo because it's just furthered the the fact that all of our listeners are the most attractive people in the fucking yeah, universe. Yeah, and now we have like a pretty big spank bank. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not surprised that they have all this money to throw around at us because they're all so damn attractive. I know, and attractive people have, just like, get money. Yeah, totally. Like, like that's I how it works, would right? Pay to see them compromising situations. <laughs> this is not true. This is not true. You do not have sent us a photo. You do not have sent us a photo. Um, but no, not we, at all. We're completely and internally grateful. You guys have no idea how much it helps us uh, if you if you are a patron. And uh, as I keep saying, we are getting closer to figuring out how to reward you guys properly. Um, so that is coming up as well. But Adam, Tony, and Bill, thank you so much. Thank you to the rest of our patrons as well. If you are a patron, uh, make sure to keep your eye out for stuff on our Patreon website because um, it'll tell you how to get into the secret discord which is also going to be uh, more important in the coming weeks as we get closer to blizzcon um and if- in the meantime we have a little surprise for you coming this weekend so be on the lookout for that yes. but what is that 
I don't know. I don't know, but Patreon's I only to start. I have literally no idea. Um, but if you can't be a patron, that's totally cool. We understand. You don't have to be. Um, just send us your love and your comments. And uh, most importantly, iTunes reviews would be really, really great if you would. Yeah, we actually got a couple of new ones. We did. Um, at least one new one. Two. Two new ones. At least two new ones. <laughs> one is by Solified. He says, five stars because I can't give you five hearts. Love you guys. Always put the smile on my face. Man. What a pal. Thank you, Solified. That was really sweet. Um, and we have one from DJ Scary three two two, who says, uh, <laughs> "Not for everyone, but not by just anyone." Disclaimer: Lagging Balls is an adult-oriented Blizzard podcast. There are plenty <gasps> of perverted innuendos. Perverted innuendos. While I never. That's just penisy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> innuendo, right? <laughs> <laughs> There are plenty of perverted innuendos, toilets overflowing with bathroom humor, and language that would make a sailor blush. That being said, the show is as entertaining and informative as it is offensive. I learned of Thorn and Thist from their guest appearances on Convert to Raid. It wasn't until this second time on CTR that I finally decided to listen to LB. The first episode I had the pleasure of hearing was the Paul Blart Mall Cop episode. Wow, dude, <laughs> oh I'm God. surprised that you kept listening. Came in at a good time, my friend. That's um, fucking comedy gold. <laughs> I did not know what to expect other than Thist and her adorable giggles. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, well, needless to say, I was not disappointed. There truly is something for everyone here. If you want to laugh, hear relevant and recent Blizzard news, listen to quality advice, or shudder as this endlessly pops lady boners for Ian Hazakostas. <laughs> I can't help it, okay? Uh, yes, despite the fact that they, that this show seems to be written by teenagers. I'm a teenager. Shh. You're not supposed to tell people. Oh, shit. Uh, the news they provide is on par with any other Blizzard podcast to which I listen. Oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, their advice is always serious enough to show that they care about their listeners and the community. However, it never goes into after-school special levels of preachy. Also, this has an adorable voice, and every time I hear her giggle, it makes me smile. Aw, thanks. Uh, Thorne's laugh is contagious as well. I'm always laughing along with these two. Easily one of my favorite podcasts in my queue. Keep up the good work, you two. TLDR, if you want to be entertained, informed, possibly disturbed, and touched in ways that will make you feel naughty, give this podcast a listen. <laughs> DJ Scary 322 thank you so much for that. Um, and the compliments, the kind words. Seriously. Thank you so much. Um, it's It's... It's hard reading stuff like this sometimes because it feels like we're tooting our own horn and stuff. Yeah. But we need to do this because we just we want to show you guys that like we are listening to you and we are appreciating the hell out of all of the kind things that you say to us every single day. And we are just so fucking lucky to be in this community with you guys. And I hope that we can continue to, you know, not suck. <laughs> yeah. And and it has a it has a real effect. These yes these reviews move us up in the the search rankings when people are looking for a new show about things that are related to Blizzard. Yeah, so you're helping so us so much. Every time you review us, you are you are nudging us up a notch. Or God knows how they do it, but we definitely know that they are linked specifically to these. So these every single one of these helps. If you've been thinking about it, if you've been on the fence, get up in there. We'll read your name on the show uh, if that matters to you. Yeah. <laughs> And but you're not, helping us out, so thank you very much. Yeah, and if not, you know, just just you know, just keep sending us love and listening. Yeah. We see you. What's up? Just write, fi just put five stars and write the word poop. Trying to flirt with the people. How's it going? Are you flowing? <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Oh, okay. Hey, ballers! Send us your thoughts, comments, dick pics, whatever. 
We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome. Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Google Plus, search laggingballs. Basically, just search laggingballs and you'll find us. But avoid image searches if you know what I mean. <laughs> Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately. Do you think that uh, people picture us naked when they listen to this? I picture us naked. Even me? Of course. Uh, but mostly me. If, okay, if... If you could replace me with anybody in the world who would also be naked, who would it be? <laughs> if I could, uh, what's the question? Okay, if you could replace me, so they'd have to be good at podcasting. Okay. But who would also be naked, so they'd have to be easy on the eyes, because you'd be looking at it, assumedly. Who would it be? Howard Stern. All right. That's exactly who I thought you would say. I mean, I think, you know. He's good he at radio. He doesn't have the boobs. So he's lacking. Yeah, but he's good at radio. He's got that voice. And and he's got the same humor, honestly. Yeah, like, if we're being honest. He's got, like, the type of body that you love. <laughs> Old, skinny, hairy, bald balls. <laughs> hairy, bald balls? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that stays in. That's what she said.